0: Well, welcome to Hope DXB's Christmas service. So glad to have all of you over here. You know, we as a church believe we exist to bring hope to this city, to be a catalyst of change and a catalyst of hope for the city of Dubai. And in whichever way possible we can do that, we want to do it to the best of our ability. But before I get into the message, uh, I just want you to know our New Year's service Is next Sunday what 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 better way than to start the year what better way to start the year in God's presence being in the house with God's family what better way next Sunday our new New Year's service same time same place but my message today is simply titled time to gift back Time to give back. How many of you do this, do this thing every year? It's, it's not something a lot of people enjoy. I know, I know it's not something a lot of people enjoy over here as well, but you do this thing called white elephant. Woo! Woo! Well, <laughs> you know, you do this thing called white elephant. I just want to see, I, I just want to, I'm just looking at, the, I just want to see if the person is over here who stole my gift this year. Thankfully, he's not here right now. He was here a while ago, no prize to guess. But, you know, we do this thing called white elephant where we get a gift and uh, it's, it's short-lived. Your joy is short-lived. You know, you get a gift, you're super excited, and you're like, this is what I was looking for till it's stolen, you know? The best, the best part of it is if you're number one or if you're the last person. Thankfully, I was number one this year, but uh, sometimes, you know, when you try to put the pastor cap away and push it away as far as, as far as you can, it just kicks in a bit little, it, it, it kicks in a bit too much, you know, and then Grace comes down like, no, he really wants that gift, she really wants that gift. But, you know, it's, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, that when we, when we do this, some people call it. White elephant. Some people call it robbing the neighbor. Some people call it robbing the gift. And it's an exchange that takes place. But many years ago, many years ago, if I can say this white elephant thing existed way before our time. Why? Because God, being the, the, the best creator that he is, brought it into existence. Not the way we would, not the way we do it, but in a completely different way. And Adam and Eve were created, Adam sinned, both Adam and Eve sinned, they fell short of the glory of God, and a second Adam had to be sent in order for us to be redeemed and brought back on track. And it's something that we know as the beautiful exchange. It's what we call the beautiful exchange. What was, due to us, what was due to come on to us? Every negative thing, every bad thing that was, that, that, that was meant for us, a person was sent in place of Adam and that person took everything on himself. What was due, what was due to you? He pulled it, he snatched it away from you. And that's what we know as the beautiful exchange. That's what we know as the beautiful exchange. And, all that, and and everything that we are today is because of that beautiful exchange. You know, how many of you find it really hard to buy gifts for certain people? You do, right? Yeah? My, my wife finds it very hard to buy me a gift. You know, so she prepares a year in advance. Not that I'm a very, oh, speak about my wife and here she comes. Not that I'm a very difficult person. Okay, it's just that I'm not too easy. Okay, so, so 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 she prepares a year in advance in order to get me the gift. And what I love about my wife is she always asks me what I want. You know, so so I always get what I need. You know, but what you give someone who has everything. What do you give someone who has everything? What if Jesus has to walk into our service today, right now? He's already here, okay? He's already here. The presence of God is already over here. But what if he has to manifest himself as a human being and walk in right now? What would we give him? What would we we give somebody who has everything? You know, and every year we talk about what God gave, what God gave. God gave his son. God gave his son. But today, what I want to talk about is what we can give back. That's why this title, Time to Gift Back. You know, a preacher shared shared this story. I don't know if it's true, but every time I've heard this story, as, 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 I mean, the moment I, I began my walk with God, every now and then when I've heard this story, it does something to me. And so the preacher shared this story. He shared the story of this old lady who was broke. She had nothing in her home. She was in a very bad place. And she was praying on the top of her, I mean, she was just praying on the top of her voice. God, I just asked that you would come through. Come through for me. There's, there's no hope. I have nothing in my home. I just asked that you would come through. Her neighbor was a person who didn't believe in God. But a neighbor overheard this lady praying this prayer. Some of you might have heard this. Her neighbor heard this lady praying this prayer. And so this neighbor went and brought a whole bunch of things from the supermarket and placed it outside her door. And rang the bell and went and hid in the bushes. And she opened the door and she started jumping and screaming. She said, God did it. God did it again God did it again Thank you Jesus Thank you God You never failed to amaze me You did it again And he jumped up on the bushes Caught you Your God did not do that Your God does not exist I purchased all of this And put it in front of your door You want to prove to her That God doesn't exist And she started screaming again At the top of her voice God did it God did it God thank you You're like What do you mean God did it I left, I overheard you. I left my house. I went to the the supermarket. I gathered all the stuff in my shopping cart. I paid by my card, put all of those things in the car, drove back to your house, stacked all of those things in front of your door and rang your doorbell. And she's like, yes, thank you, God. You did it, God did it. And he used the devil to pay for it. He use the devil to pay for it. Let me say this. You know, you might have gone through a bad patch. It might have not been the best year for you. But God is more than able to cause good to come, about, to come out of every bad that you've gone through. God is more than able to bring something beautiful out of every bad thing that you went through. God is more than able to do it. If God could use an unclean raven to feed a righteous man, how much more this afternoon can your God do for you in the midst of a not, not in, in, in the midst of a not so good situation? God is more than able to not only bring good out of the bad, but God is more than able to work out all things for your good you know and in our effort you know at times to get the right thing for everyone we miss the important person on our list we're so focused on getting our gifts we're so focused on everything and every other person that we forget the most important person on our list of course you know what i'm talking about i'm talking about jesus he has everything what you give him what do you give him he's the reason for this season we celebrate him what do we give him we, we concentrate on Santa a lot more than we do on Jesus. You know, someone wrote this, I really love it. Santa lives at the North Pole, Jesus lives everywhere. Santa rides in a sleigh, Jesus rides on the wind and walks on water. Santa comes once a year, Jesus is an ever-present help. Santa comes down your chimney in Dubai, we don't have a chimney. Jesus Jesus knocks at your hearts, door. Santa fills your stockings with goodness. Jesus supplies all your needs. You have to wait in line to see Santa. Jesus is as close as the mention of his name. Santa lets you sit in his lap. Jesus holds you in his hands. Santa has a belly like a bowl of jelly. Jesus has a heart filled with love. Santa's little helpers make new toys. Jesus makes new lives. And last, Santa puts gifts under your tree. Jesus became our gift and died on a tree. What I want to do today is I just want to suggest three gifts that we can give back to God. You know, I want to suggest that we give three gifts that the wise men gave. I'm not talking about gold, frankincense, or myrrh. I I really consider those gifts symbolic. But I want you to see three other gifts they gave and how wonderful they really are. You know, and it doesn't matter about how much you have or how much you don't have you can give you can give these gifts if you really love him the first is give him a longing soul give him a longing soul you know the wise men who followed the star they were not astrologers but rather astronomers they were not men of suspicion but men of science and in their day they would have been the most advanced intellectuals of their society But they had a longing desire to be near him. They had a longing desire to be near this baby that they called Jesus. The first gift that the wise men brought to the Lord was a longing soul. They had an earnest aspiration to seek the king. And one of the best, one of the best gifts that we can give God. This afternoon, not just today, but for the rest of our lives, for the rest of 2023, is a longing soul. A soul hungry that longs to be in his presence. That longs to be in his presence. And these wise men, they had a longing desire to be near him. You know, it was not enough that the wise men had learned something about the king and that they had seen the star, they had an overwhelming desire to be near him. You know, many people can tell you about God, can tell you about what God has done for them. But unless and until you come to that place where you're not relying on your neighbor's breakthrough or your neighbor's testimony or your neighbor's victory, but you come before God and you say, God, I invite you into my life. I seek you. I I, I, want to go after you. My heart wants to pursue you. What you did for somebody else, you are more than able to do for me. I want you in my life. I long for you. Unless and until that happens, what you hear from others will only be a good story. It will only be a good story. You know, in Deuteronomy 4.29, it says, But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you look for him with all your heart, and with all your soul. Psalm 34, 10 verse, Psalm 34 verse 10 says, the lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Psalm 42 verse 1 says, as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. They not only had a longing desire to be near him, they had a longing devotion. They had a longing desire and they had a longing devotion. To be near him. You know the wise men came to Jerusalem. They went to King Herod. And King Herod wanted to try to get as much information as he can. As he could from the wise men. Because eventually he wanted to, he wanted to kill the baby. Because he didn't want anybody else to be known as king rather than him. But. The wise men, their desire and devotion drove them onward in their pursuit of the king. We should, we should give the Lord a longing soul. More than anything else that God wants from you, more than anything else that God wants today, more than anything else, is He wants you. He wants you. He wants you to draw closer and closer and closer to Him. And I'm not just saying that it's something that we, you know, I'm not not trying to imply that it's something, uh, you know, that, how do I say it? I'm trying to say it in the best way possible. That you make it a tradition. But the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Unless and until you taste, you will not know how good this God is. How good you will see God. You, you, will not know, you will not know how good God is. You will not know how good, God can, how good God can be. And how much more God wants to do for you. Unless and until you taste and see. In the same way, God desires for you to come closer and closer to him. I'm pretty sure for those of you who have been on a journey with God, walking with God for a while now. And when you give your heart to him, and when you, the day you decided that from today onwards, I'm going to follow Jesus. Everything I have, everything I am is for you. I'm pretty sure none of you who've been on that journey has wanted to turn back. Am I making sense? None of you has wanted to turn back and say, this is not worth it. But because of the decision, because of a longing heart and a longing soul, God, I want to go after you. All of us over here can say, that God has done great things. All of us. The second thing very quickly. Give him a listening ear. Give him a listening ear. Listening to hear the spirit. The wise men gave the gift of a listening ear by hearing the voice of the spirit of God in their hearts. And they responded to the star of Bethlehem because they were open to the voice of God in their hearts. The Bible says in Mark 4:23 if anyone has ears to hear let him hear. You know we all have the ability to hear the voice of God. You know why? Because God is always speaking. God is always speaking. Whether whether you feel it in your spirit or whether you're listening to scripture, which is the word of God, God wants to speak to you every day of your life. Many a times we fail to understand why things are happening to us. is because we don't want to listen to what God wants to say to us. We shut We shut our ears and we open them up. We shut our ears to God and we open them up to a number of voices around us, which is not bad, it is if it's not godly advice it's not bad if it is godly advice but we shut we shut ourselves from hearing god from seeing and trying to figure out what god wants for my life god is more than able to take you from where you are from the mess you from the mess that you are in right now and bring out a message from that mess you are in right now and bring you to your place to your final destination, bring you to your destiny where you would be able to say that it is glorious. I'm so glad that I listened to God. God is more than able to speak to you every single day of your life. But what he desires for you to have is a listening ear. Is a listening ear. Does God speak to you? speaks to me does he warn you of danger when you are tempted do you you know when you know when when, when there's something that that's in front of you and you have a sense of you, you feel like should I do it should I do, do it you feel like there's a you know the spirit is prompting you don't do it don't do it don't do it you feel like that he does always does he speak does he speak words of comfort when you are hurting Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. The problem is we function out of stress, then rest in God. Today, you might be going through a difficult situation. Trust me. I've been there. And I'm not saying that I've arrived. I will never arrive. Because the moment we arrive, we've lost it all. We will never arrive. I've been there. I'm working work in progress it might come up again at some point I know what it is to be in a in a in a difficult desperate situation but I know what it is as well to trust in God and believe that God is more than able to get me out of that situation so today if you are in that place if you are in that place trust me give God a listening ear don't function out of stress my encouragement to you is function out of rest in God function out of rest in God and be assured that God has taken care of all things you know Isaiah prophesied in chapter 30 verse 21 whether you turn to the right or to the left your ears will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walk in it And this can be your prayer. This can be your cry. This can be your testimony for the rest of your life. Listen, there are people, you know, I really believe that if God is for us, nothing can be against us. But I also believe that we can have streak upon streak upon streak of being successful and successful and successful and successful all because... We tune into what God wants to say to us. You know, some people say, "Oh, today everything's good. Tomorrow things are going to be bad." I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, 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 experiencing a great season. Next season might not be so good. The Bible says, "Life and death lie in the mouth of your tongue." There's power in your tongue. Don't confess negative. Don't speak death into a situation that hasn't, that that that, that, that does not exist. But if you believe I'm gonna, this this season has been successful. In the next season, I'm going to be even more successful. You know what can happen? You will be able to give God a listening ear. And everywhere you go, you'll be able to say this. You'll be able to hear God saying, this is the way, walk in it. And we all are more than able to go from success to success to success to success to success. And people may say it's not possible. But that's a lie of the enemy because with my God, all things are possible. All things are possible. The last thing that I want to say this afternoon is, give him a loving heart. Give him a loving heart. God loves you more than you know he loves you more than you know. Give him a longing soul. Give him a listening ear. And give him a loving heart. You know, I, I see that in all of these wise men, they had a heart that was filled with love. I'm not, speaking on, I'm not speaking about sentimental love. But you know, the wise men came to Bethlehem and they found baby Jesus, not in the manger, but in a home. And time had passed, and by the time the, the, they arrived in the little town of Bethlehem, Jesus, Mary and Joseph went home. When they arrived, came they came humbly, before, the, they came humbly before, King Je- before King Jesus or the baby Jesus. and they had a loving heart to give him their worship. They first re- revealed their love through their worship. They bowed down before him as a sign of their affection. The second thing was they had a loving heart to give him their wealth. They opened the treasures and gave of their wealth. The gifts were not just just material, they were symbolic. The first gift was gold, which spoke of his royal nature, the king. The second gift was incense, which spoke of his representative nature as priest. And the third gift was myrrh, which spoke of his redemptive nature, the lamb. The lamb who was slain for you and for me. Who was slain for you and for me. You know, back in the day, during the Civil War, the government drafted men into service. A, ma- a man was drawn to enlist himself. You know, he could go and he could list himself to go and fight war. But because of sickness at home, or whenever he felt sick, he could not leave. So the administration permitted him to secure someone else to take his place. The administration permitted somebody else to take his place. So that substitute listed himself and went out in place of the man who was drafted. In a short time, that substitute, that person who went as a substitute, was killed in battle and was buried. And the government made a record of it. However, by some oversight on the part of the officials the name of the man who was excused Was placed on another list and he was called the second time But he went before the authorities and he said to them you cannot draft me for I am a dead man You cannot draft me. This is this is the truth You cannot draft me because I am a dead man and they asked him. What did he mean? He said look at the records You would see that the person who listed, you would see that the person who listed in my place was a substitute, but it's my name. He went in my place. You would see from the records that I was the one listed. I fought and I died in the person of my substitute. I died. You know that same baby we talk about, the same baby we celebrate today was born 2,000 years ago and came be our substitute you know most of us over here have received him and we cannot be put to death because he has already died in our place most of us have received him and cannot be put to death because he already died in our place You know, Jesus came down to be born in Bethlehem to make it possible for us to see God. Not only that, but he died at Calvary so that our sins might be forgiven and we can live with him forever. You know, Christmas is, is the reminder that no matter how deep you are in a dark place, Jesus is the light of the world who is always with you. Christmas is a reminder that no matter how deep you are in a dark place, Jesus is the light of the world who is always there with you. The Bible says in John 8 verse 12 that Jesus said, I am the light to the world and those who embrace me will experience life-giving light and they will never walk in darkness. You know, this afternoon I simply want to say, He gave his best for us. Let us give our best to him. Not just on Christmas Day. Not just on Christmas Day. But for the rest of our lives. Let's give him a longing soul. He longs, you know, more than you know, he longs to be with you. But he desires for you to be with him. He longs to be with you, but he desires for you to be with him. Let's give him a listening ear. He wants to speak to you. He, wants you. he wants to let you in on the plans that he has for you, for your family, the great things he wants to do for you, in you, and through you. He wants to do so much for you. Give him a listening ear and give him a loving heart. We love because he first loved us. Give him a loving heart. Fall in love with Jesus all over again. If something caused you to to shake, to fall, to give up, today is a good day to fall in love with Jesus all over again because he's right here in our midst waiting for you to give your heart to him. He's waiting for you to, to, to be invited into your heart, into your life. And you want to transform it from the inside out. So all eyes closed. If today you want to make that decision and you are saying, God, I want to give you my life. I want to welcome you in my heart. I want to give you, I want to give you everything that I am. I want to surrender everything that I am to you. I want you to lead me and guide me every step of the way. Just lift up your hand wherever you All eyes closed. All eyes closed. For those of you who want to recommit your life as well. For those of you who want to recommit your life as well. Just lift up your hands. Wherever you are. Don't worry about the person next to you. Nobody is watching. This is just between you and God. If you want to invite God in your life. Wherever you are. Just lift up your hand. And you can put it down quickly. Great. Father, we just want to thank you. Just say this simple prayer after me. God rejoices even for the one. Lord Jesus, I welcome you into my heart. I welcome you into my life. And I ask that you take over. From today onwards, I surrender my life to you. And I ask that you would lead me. Every single day, every step I take, that you would lead me. And I would live my life according to your word. In Jesus Christ's mighty name I pray. Amen, amen. Come on, give God a hand for that one person. Can we all stand as we bring this service to a close? We're going to be having our prayer teams out here on the front to pray for you at the end of this service. If you need a word, if you need prayer... Please do remember, we've got hot chocolate and cookies on this, on this side of the door after the service. But before that, let's pray. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that even as today, this is the last service of this year. I just pray a blessing over every single person, over every family represented over here, that truly this Christmas season would be the most wonderful time of the year it would be the best season for every family filled with miracle upon miracle filled with breakthrough upon breakthrough filled with victory upon victory i pray father god we declare for we declare jobs to come into existence father god that those searching and seeking for jobs will receive amazing jobs Lord, we pray, Father God, for promotions. We pray, Father God, that payments that have to be released will be released in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, for businesses to prosper. We pray for healing. We pray, Father God, for restoration in families. We just declare, Father God, that truly this would be an amazing Christmas season in 2022. And Lord, we just want to give you all the glory, honor, and praise, believing that you're going to make it happen. And so God, we just pray that you would give us a long you 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 would give us a longing heart, Lord, to 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 run after you, to pursue you and the things that you have in store for us. I pray, Lord, that our ears would be open to you, the things of God and what you have what you want to say to us, and what you want to do in our lives. And I pray, Father, that from today, Father God, our love for you would grow even more stronger. It's because of you, we are who we are. And I just pray, Lord, that our love for you would grow even more stronger. And so, Lord, I just declare, Lord, a great blessing over every family represented over here. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Come on, give the Lord a hand.